0: that if you're looking for the best wrestling content and the best interviews on all of YouTube and in anywhere where you can listen to this,
1: you need to listen to Generation of Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of the Generational Wrestling Podcast. As always, it's yours truly, the 29-year-old piece of gold, the franchise, a.k.a. the showstopper, better known as the G.O.W.'s resident tribal chief. And with me, as always, they got my tag team partner, my brother, my family. He is the flyest in the room, Mr. One, two, Three. Pin that ass down, K. Breezy, a.k.a. King Tuco. Brother, how you doing?
0: Man, I'm doing good, man. But as usual, man, today's a special
1: day because we have a very lovely special guest. And I am excited, man. So let's go ahead and get this thing going. Absolutely, and joining us today, she is a staple in women's wrestling and the wrestling industry as a whole. She is the first ever TNA knockout champion and first ever female TNA inductee into the Hall of Fame. Gil Kim, Gil, how are you?
2: Hi, guys, thanks for having me. I'm thank you for excited.
1: joining us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How's life going with you? How's everything going over your way?
2: Is great. 2023 has been off to a great start with Heart yes. to Soul. I don't know if you guys got a chance to catch the pay-per-view but it's a great start and i'm excited to see what's next
0: i have to say man i think you guys have been on a a a streak for the past year because impact has been doing putting on a lot of great pay-per-views getting Mm -hmm. a lot of praise not just from the women from just everybody you you guys have been definitely putting on a show that i don't think a lot of people expected from which i think is a good thing because it's making them want to see more of you so I, i don't think it's just recent i think it's been for the past year you guys have been knocking it
2: out I wholeheartedly agree and not just because I work for the company and of course <laughs> have always been um you know a big proponent of impact wrestling. Sorry, I'm gonna adjust this so it's good on the screen for you guys. Um yes. but they've been killing it. The roster has been killing it from yes. 2022. Like you said, all the pay-per-views, I've been talking about this on all my interviews they've just been on such a roll, and, you know, of course there's a whole team behind that in terms of production, mm-hmm. creative and the management and everything, but, you know, the talent has really brought it And you know, for the longest time, I think, cause we've been the underdog in terms of yeah. the companies, um, mm-hmm. trying to prove maybe, you know, cause we've been through so many management regimes, um, yeah. I think people just get stuck in the past and they want to believe that what we were in the past is what we are now. And listen, I was part of the past. I love the past. I loved everything we went through. And of course, you go through your ups and downs. But I think um, I think some people lost some faith in us over the years. And I think we're starting to turn it around now. And I think people know, especially back, you know, with all our collaborations, we were kind of the yeah. central part of. All these companies coming together um, and working with each other, especially during the COVID period, in terms of um things that people, the wrestling fans, didn't expect. And I love that we are on the forefront of that. And I love that um we showed that wrestling wins in general. You don't have to pick uh just one company to root for. Listen, in our world, it's such a small world. Yeah. Wrestlers come and go up and down the road, up and, you know, you see who yeah. you see on your way up. Yeah, exactly. On your way down. And people got to remember that. Um, your favorite wrestler will go from company to company. And it's, it's great that we all have opportunities to go to other companies and spread wow. the love and show what we got. And sometimes there's some wrestlers that get utilized better in some companies and you get to see parts of, these wrestlers that you've never got to see before. So I love it. I welcome it all.
1: Speaking of, you know, that change and, you know, that's been a knock on impact for, for, you know, in the past was the regime changes, you know, the back and forth, but impact has always found a way to remain relevant. You just said something about, you know, impact working with other companies to prove that wrestling wins in 2020, when the pandemic first started, we heard a lot about the Forbidden Door, right? Mm-hmm. So people equate the Forbidden Door with AEW. But I think Impact doesn't get the respect and the recognition that you guys deserve because you guys okay. are collabing with New Japan's and Ring of Honor's way before it was even popular. Yeah. So talk about that. You know, you talk about being on the forefront of that. How does how does that make you feel to know that you wrestled for the biggest company in the world at one point, yeah. And now you're here and to kind of see everybody just not really starting to catch up to what you guys have
2: been doing. Hey, listen, if we um i think a lot of the time we'll hear this from like a lot of hardcore supporters or people who have been in the industry a long time for example the women's revolution they'll talk about that and yeah. how the knockouts were at the forefront of that a long time ago you know we were doing things uh TNA was utilizing the women in 2007 years yes. before all this happened yes. um so i think if if you're just a part of that and the fans know it, and you're part of something good that is inspiring other companies or other people to do these things, that's just the most important thing. I mean, you don't necessarily have to get, like, the credit for it, but I think people know who follow wrestling and know what's Mm -hmm. going on and have their, you know, fingers on the pulse of what's happening all the time generally. Um, Yeah, Impact's kind of always kind of been, you know, in a lot of areas Mm -hmm. been... charging that lead and um i'm proud of that i'm really proud of it
0: before i i, I want to ask you about the pay-per-view between jordan grace and, uh, and mickey james but before i get to that yeah. i just want to know you and awesome kong you guys had a rivalry a bitter war you pretty much were the i would say the stables for the knockouts division for it to start the way it did when you were there to see yeah. it now how do you feel about the division and, and what are you so most happy about
2: just so happy that it's literally everything we were fighting for back then is right. ultimately today yeah. it's become what we wanted to see right. and <clears throat> yes it's taken a long time but to be on that journey from beginning to present and looking towards the future to what more it could be is right just a dream come true. Cause I know how hard the battle was to even get that first knockouts championship title in there, yeah. to get the right. women in there, to give us the chance and take to please give us that ball that we can run with. And to see what it is now and how much the company believes in the women, I mean, yeah they main evented the pay-per-view on Sunday, or sorry, yes, I said Sunday, cause that's when it normally is on Fridays, right? Right, right. <laughs> um,
0: right. I think the Friday yeah, threw a lot of it's people changed,
2: off like, me <laughs> off now. We've changed everything, um, but just to see that. And I mean, I was part of, you know, I was producing the Mickey James, the first pay-per-view that she main evented with Deonna Purrazzo. Yeah. Uh, I remember being so excited that day because I knew like I always wanted to main event a pay-per-view, you know, so I was like, wow, the girls are finally main eventing a pay-per-view. And yeah, of course, you're sad you couldn't do it, but you're ecstatic that it finally comes to the day that it can happen and that you watch two girls that worked so hard and deserved it and they killed it and um jordan and mickey were on another level that night and just to be able to watch mickey through her progression of from indie talent to what she yeah. is saying, battling to prove to herself and to the fans that she still got it and jordan to watch her from the day that she walked in and to how much she's grown as a performer and into a star to this day it's they're two different journeys and Everybody Mm -hmm. won that night. You know, the fans won that night. Mickey won, literally won that night and proved.
0: (laughs) I don't don't think no one was ready to see her leave.
2: (laughs) And Jordan literally said she won because she got to main event, a pay-per-view, wrestle legend in Mickey James. And it had a hell of a match where fans were like, I was so emotionally invested. People are still talking about it to this day. This is everything a wrestler could dream for.
1: Yeah. So speaking yeah. of the women, speaking of Mickey James, it was really cool because to see her really embrace her Native American heritage and the yeah. whole ceremony beforehand, I want to mm-hmm. talk to you about identity and representation in professional yeah. wrestling, more specifically yeah. your own personal journey. Yeah. When you started, and correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. I don't remember at that time there being any Asian women, female representation
2: On mainstream
1: wrestling TV.
2: Correct. You was
1: at a company. They didn't understand it. They didn't embrace it. You go to Impact, TNA at the time. You become knockout champion. You spearhead that division. You become the first ever female inductee for you. And for women that look like you and little girls that look like you and that wants to grow up to hopefully be something in life, what are your hopes for them to step in your footsteps and trailblaze in wrestling, whether it's in the ring or in the office, such as yourself?
2: Yeah, you know it's it's funny because we think about, it's so important to have representation. In. Yes. Uh, actually, going into wrestling and trying to get that first TV job, I remember the thing that stood out for me when I was watching the Trishas, the Victorias, and the women of the uh, you know golden era. I remember that's when I fell obsessively in love with yes. women's wrestling, and I remember th- my first thought was, "There's no Asian woman. Maybe I have a chance." So yes. I looked at it as an opportunity, not necessarily a lack of until I got there. And then I'm like, wait, you know what? Yeah. This is important representation, but it's Mm -hmm. interesting at the same time though, that when I was in there, I really felt like I was different. Like I stuck out like a sore thumb because of that reason, or I did feel different because of that reason, which interesting enough, my success came when I didn't feel like, yeah, She's the Asian girl. She's when me and Kong were getting pushed and given these great opportunities. We never felt like we're the minorities or like a black girl and an Asian girl getting an opportunity. It was just Kong and Gale. They trust, yeah. They they treated us as Kong and Gale, and that in turn, just treating us as human beings and as yeah. performers, made us stand out as ethnic or minority representation for that reason that they treated us yes. to be not different. Do you know what I mean? It, absolutely I mean, in well, respecting
0: respecting your craft and what you do and not just looking at you know what you are and just seeing that you are good and that yes. we're gonna give you this opportunity. Exactly. So most definitely it
2: wasn't uh, a bit pushing us because we're Asian and black, right? So
0: no so with with the the new direction for impact and what's going on. Just, just give some of your, some of your thoughts on some of the newer women that's in the division. We, we know about Jordan. We know about Mickey, but I want to hear you talk about who are some of the, the young uh, up and coming that you want to see and who you, who you got your eye on.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm so excited for the whole division. I, I want to see more tag teams coming because yes. we got to yes. build on that. You know, we lost Kira Hogan at the time when fire and flavor were really hot. I mean, we yeah, were. Right.
0: Just Loved them,
2: tried, yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> we missed them, but Tasha's doing great, yes. Um, so yeah, Tasha's always one, uh, she's a great talker, she's really got that charisma, and she's definitely I- got a swag I- about her, yes. Yeah, swag, I mean, every <laughs> time her entrance music hits, I'm back there on the headset, bopping along all the
1: time, me too,
2: and I'm like, <laughs> entrance, like all day, all night, right? Um, I'm really. I'm really excited to see what we're going to get out of Giselle Shaw yes. because she is bringing it lately. And I think she's finally in a place where she feels free and comfortable and she's got such athletic ability. She's got this character now that she's truly feeling. So I'm excited to see, cause she's doing really well now yes. once she steps up to that next level. I mean, her and Jordan. Uh, Jordan has had several great matches this past year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can count several that I loved. And I and I hold up very high bar in terms of what mm-hmm. I like. And her and Giselle, it was just for an impact show, but they killed yeah. each other. And it was incredible. So I'm excited to see what comes of her. And, um, you know, there's probably some new faces you're going to see this year. So I'm super excited for that too. We're always adding to our knockouts division. We're always looking for the best. There's so many talented females out there. So, um, sky's the limit for this, this division and impacts great at using the women. So
0: if there's a possibility, uh, you know, you have enough people to do it. Is there any thought of you possibly trying to push for all female pay-per-view yeah. to, you know, to, yeah. you know sometimes so. I've had it all
2: day today because everyone's oh, like, what okay. are looking forward to okay. for 2023? And, you know, that's the one thing uh, I think all the companies talk about and then it hasn't really happened. And I think there is right. a demand for it for, yeah. you know, interesting enough. And I've kind of passed along the idea of like collaborating with other companies and yes. you know, maybe a stardom because stardom's starting to work with New Japan and they got the all-women's division there and Uh, There's so many possibilities. Um, That's my next goal. So that's what I'm looking forward to. And um, seeing the best of the division against many other talented women out there.
0: Before I pass it back to my brother, I I just got one question I just want to ask. Seeing Mickey James kind of not resurgence, but just seeing what she's doing, does it give you a little bit of that bug that, Mm, yes. Yeah, you you may not totally go with it, but it's it's still an itch in the back of your mind. Of it's course. like, you know what? I can I can do this. I can keep up with her. Yeah,
2: of course, of course. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, I get froggy all the time. You know, oh. so I'm at work and maybe something's happening and I'm explaining something and maybe right. I just do one physical thing and I'm like, oh, <gasps> you know? No, 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 no. Let me bugged. pull back. Let me pull back. Live and. um you know, you never you just always say never say never. It's always gotta be the right opponent, it's gotta be the right storyline, it's gotta be the right thing. Um, you say never say never. I don't know if I would do what Mickey did. No, she did the whole climb from the bottom to the yeah. top. <laughs> right. Right. Me. Um, I think I could probably squeeze out a match or two, but I don't know if I could squeeze out as many as she
0: Well I, no, we wouldn't want you to do nothing crazy, yeah. but just you know, <laughs> just giving that fans that fan service of wow man, Gail, she still got it, She still yeah. she's still the best. You know, yeah. just you
2: know. I, absolutely. I always want to show that. You know, it's just oh, ingrained God. in us. We're performers. So, yeah. <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. And there's so many women out there right now. It's like, I want to wrestle them. I want to wrestle them. I want to wrestle them.
1: <laughs> well, you still have time. We're waiting. I, know. We're still, I, still, got, I, mean, I still
2: have a <laughs> little bit of time.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. We wait. We'll wait. We'll wait patiently. <laughs> Gail, got a question for you. Yeah. Uh, going back to the uh, TNA side of Impact, recently we lost Don West. Yeah. Uh, who I feel like for the longest time, he and Mike Tene yeah. were synonymous with the identity of TNA Impact. Uh, when you heard of the passing of Don West, uh, what ran through your mind? And do you have any funny memories or fond memories of Don? I
2: mean, everything. I I always say this and I'm not even exaggerating. I don't have one negative and I worked with him for years. Okay. And we did all the live events in a full-time schedule. Yes. um, And we saw each other every week. I don't have one negative memory of Don. He was always like that voice you heard that excitement, that positivity you heard uh, when he was commentating. That's who he truly was backstage. Just positive, positive, The excitement for the matches, you know, and he'd always be so complimentary, you know, he would say, you and Kong, you know, you make it so easy to call a match because I'm just so, you know, really invested in it. And he just made you feel good all the time. And um, it was just heartbreaking because I did get to talk to him before he passed and um, he wasn't in a good place. So I guess I was prepared somewhat mentally in some way I knew it wasn't going well, but it yeah. doesn't help the sting, I guess, once the real news gets delivered. And because he was so beloved by so many, it was a really hard one to deal with for a lot of people. I think. Yeah. I want to see him and Mike Tanae in the hall of fame this year. You know, I think yes. it's oh, most, definitely. Um, most, definitely. most fitting and deserved. Okay.
1: Sure. Moving on. Uh yeah. Going back now, I want to kind of jump back to Hard to Kill. Speaking of another legend uh, that's joining the fray, we got Bully Ray, right? Yeah. He and world champion Josh Alexander had a hell of a match. Yeah. Um, My thing is this. How important is it for the legends to come back, such as Bully Ray, a guy who hasn't been a full-time performer in years. He sees one of the top guys in Josh Alexander. They have an amazing story, includes the wife and the whole nine, have a kick-ass match at the Full Metal Mayhem. How awesome is it for you, somebody who's a legend and a veteran as well, to see the young generation and the older generation kind of collabing together, again, like Mickey James and Jordan Grace, and to see them make magic?
2: Yeah. I, I think it's really important number one it i think for the fans who have been long time fans it brings in that nostalgic aspect so yes. everyone loves that i think it's always yes. going to be a warm feeling of course to see the people that you love um but you know people like bully and mickey james yes. they bring performers especially at the level that they're at now, they've had full yes. careers, legendary careers. They've already proved them, proven themselves. They bring today's generation to another level. You know, yes. I, I think wrestling has really evolved and changed in terms of athletics and uh, fat, the pace and storytelling and everything mm-hmm. like that if you notice those two matches I've heard the most talked about in terms of Mm -hmm. that, even though every match was unbelievable. But if you think about those matches and the people that were involved, you kind of get more of the storytelling aspect to it. Mm -hmm. You get more of the emotional investment um, that you're attached to. And that's for a reason it's because you're, you're watching people that, have been in the business for a long time that know how to captivate the audience, that know how to draw you in through the stories and through the wrestling and um, the storytelling through the wrestling as well. You know, just everything combined. I think you know, like I said, Jordan's a great example. She's had at least five matches I can think of this year that I was very impressed with, but I think everyone's going to remember this Mickey James one. Yes. Uh, down the road years to come because they're going to be emotionally remembering the story and the feelings they had when they watched it so i think um it's a huge factor when you're working with people before Before we we get out of here
0: yeah before we get out, i I just want to know who are that next gail and awesome Kong? who are those two women in impact that you could see Having that impact of, of of that battle, that that back and forth, that storytelling—like, who are those two that you can see right now? If, if they if they're not already, who are they?
2: Oh well, Jordan's actually a good uh, example because yes. I know I heard her name a lot, but she's worked really hard, so I think she deserves to have her name mentioned. Right. Um, mm-hmm. There's certain people in this industry that when they wrestle, many other they can have a five star match with anybody. And that's one of the things that you look for in a person who are they wrestling? Wow, they can have a match with anybody, uh, whether mm-hmm. it's a character type person, you know, and, and we didn't know uh, Jordan has faced all these people of this generation thus far. And then I was even interested to see how Mickey and her in that chemistry yeah, yeah. was going to be because mm-hmm. it is two different generations, two different ways of wrestling. And I've wrestled. Actually, I haven't wrestled Jordan. <laughs> Maybe that'll happen one day. <laughs> um, but let's um, book it. Yeah. I was interested to see how that was going to clash together um, and it made beautiful, beautiful magic. So I'm very yeah, happy. Yeah. Um, it's a very, uh, I don't know. It's hard to say with the magical stuff. Mm-hmm. It's hard to predict. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't know it was going to happen with Kong. I didn't know it was going to happen with Taryn, you know, these things you just don't know. And then all of a sudden, It's this magical chemistry. And listen, that was the first time I saw her wrestle Mickey. So maybe that, maybe they'll have another great one down the road. Who knows?
0: Well, since she did beat her, I most definitely can see Jordan wanting to get that rematch. Uh, You know, I I don't see her walking away like, okay, (laughs) I respect you, you won, but uh, yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to go back at it again. So I hope they kind of give that.
2: There's just so many, just so many um, possibilities in terms of who that next and you never know who the magic pairing is too right like yeah. i'm just seeing um with kong and i it was just it wasn't even about size difference i don't think when they just put us together i think yeah. jeff jarrett um i think they threw us in a match to get ready for the women's division and jeff jarrett saw the that saw the potential in us and he was like oh i see something in Gale and kong and then it was a natural david and goliath type setup um so sometimes just stuff happens and people see it within each other right so you never know
1: Girl, well, we, thank you so
0: much and we appreciate you for taking the time out with us today
2: thank and you hold
0: on before we get off
1: too cold hold on let me do my. Oh, no no you know, i was just giving my side i'm good <laughs> but i give giving my side man you go ahead you got the last words. you know no, no 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 we got a last little last minute promo so we got impact wrestling headed live to orlando mm-hmm. florida january 20th through the 21st mm-hmm. make sure to yes, tune in yeah Uh, And also, Gail, before we get out of here, how can people find you on social media? Drop the handles, any websites.
2: Just Twitter and Instagram, Gail Kim, it's me. Um, Nothing else. Everything else is fake if you see it. So just like you said, this Friday and Saturday, we're in Orlando. You can get tickets at impactwrestling.com, and it's going to be the follow-up from Hard to Kill, so you never know who you're going to see and what you're going to see. Cider. I
1: can't wait I okay. can't wait with that okay. being said ladies okay. and gentlemen thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of Generation Wrestling Podcast I'm the 29 year old piece of gold he's too cold okay. and she is Gail Kim once again Gail thank you so
2: much thank for taking so the time much guys it's so fun not a problem thank you
1: and until next time we see you guys
2: later